dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Back at it again. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. What's good, partner? Hey, man, I'm... I'm feeling a little extra good today, man. You know, Why I, is that? Man, I've been grinding hard with these gigs, man. I've been going hard since like April 30th, man. I've had something, one or two gigs a week, I mean like weekend. So mm-hmm. every weekend has been just tied up. Whole May was tied up. Grand finale was last week. <laughs> yes, sir. Black so, yeah, tie so still coming down from the high had, from that one. Right. Had another wedding this past Friday. So Saturday, man, I was off, man. I just got to have uh, a off a, day a, for a DJ. A lazy it. Saturday, man. It felt good, man. Just play with the kids. We did a little house cleaning, moved some stuff around, rearranged the living room. You know, like <laughs> one of those days. You know. Excellent. And I'm man. an early bird, so I like to do that stuff. I'm not I mean, I can't be a night out. Don't get it twisted. Right. But, I'm I'm an early bird at heart, so yeah, myself too. Yeah, so. What's up with these Friday weddings, man? I've seen that a lot of Friday yeah, and Sunday weddings. Like I understand the Sunday when Monday's a holiday, but mm-hmm. I, I had a couple last year that was Sunday weddings. I, I had a Friday one this past week. I, I don't know, man. I think it might come down to the the, the that that ticket for the venue. It gotta be cheaper on Friday hey. than Saturday in wedding season. So. Hey, when you looking at that bottom line, especially you <laughs> hey. putting the bill yourself, you ain't <laughs> getting no yeah. help from mommy and daddy. Hell yeah, You're like yeah, we got cut calls yeah, any way we can. They, I ain't they even had mad a dope at them. venue. The venue was laid out to where they could have the ceremony upstairs. Okay, people can come down to the reception area. You know, that's an open bar, food. Like it was. It was nice. Nice, know. nice, nice. Shout to the Hoyles. Ah, yes. <laughs> and how can people get in contact with you if they need hey, you? Hey, man, the website's uh, it's up and running. It still needs a little tweaking, but that's djkmusicent.com. And then all social media, man, at DJ underscore killer underscore Kev. Facebook is just straight DJ Killer Kev, man. So. Nice, nice. Wedding season is here. Yeah, man, the grind don't stop. No question. Blessed to be wanted. Yes, sir. But uh, I woke up to crazy news. Well, I didn't wake up to the news. Actually, I had just a lot of ripping and running around. Yeah, I saw the snaps. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll just and go that, ahead and get to and it. We ain't since. talking about no motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get to it, man. So, you know, yesterday, ripping and running around, me and wifey doing the one-two thing as as married couples do, we don't have any kids, so yeah. you know it's a lot of lot of me and her time. Monday morning can be early, yeah. <laughs> so you know we've been like, all right, we've been borrowing people's lawnmowers, <laughs> like on a <laughs> like. Let me get it for two weeks, then holler the next person. Let me hold it. Yeah. So it's time to get the lawnmower ourselves. So you know, shouts out to Menards. I think <laughs> they say have, big money. Yeah, Menards, they got the eleven percent rebate game going on right now. So I was like, all right, man, we go ahead and cop this mower, man. You get you a quality one, not a cheap yeah, one. Yeah, because yeah. I know you know with some stuff you got to you got to pay for quality versus versus yeah, price tag. Man, I'm I'm black and decker down, <laughs> black and decker down to the edger. Yeah, man, to the mower, to okay. the blower. Oh, you went all in. Yeah, man, went all the way in. Shouts out to the wife. She uh, she went and did some stuff earlier this this morning too. Got oh, some you other stuff some in the house. Some big overalls and a big glass of lemonade outside. Man, waiting look for here. you. Let me tell you all be a straight 
<laughs> Especially you, man. You got you got a beautiful wife, two little girls, and yeah. another one on the way. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Soon Back you seat full of women. Pray for me. Soon you will be <laughs> buying a home. Yes. And I am a new homeowner myself, man. Don't do it. Amen. <laughs> Stay in an apartment. We buy a condo. We've been townhousing it. Just just recently we did the apartment thing just for that latchkey bill. I mean that 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 daycare after school bill for the parents out there, man. I, I was paying eight hundred dollars a month. Whoa. Just for childcare before so you was and after for school. Free. Exactly. <laughs> All the DJ money was straight to daycare. Woo. So with uh the school system I'm in now, Northmont. They got latch key. It's like a dollar something an hour before and after school. So it was nice. like, had to make the quick decision. I've been townhousing it for this whole time since I've been out the army. So I went to the department for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little it's a little rough. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it ain't bad. It's just I ain't used to the extra noises. Man, I got PTSD. <laughs> man, <laughs> so it's been an adjustment. But all in all, man, the VA home loan. I'm excited to use that next year. We got a. We got a, already been doing with the bank thing, got a plan in place. So next next April, man, we start the search. So. Oh man, look, I, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. It's 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 a load off your plate. You know what I'm saying? You feel responsible. Like yeah. I was saying a couple pods ago, my mom Deuce came down. She saw the house for the first time. She's so That's proud the, of yeah. proud of us and all that mumbo jumbo. But brother to brother, this shit is a pain in the ass, yeah. dude. It seems like it's something every week. It's I like, bet. what about this? What about this? What about this? Especially, you know what I'm saying? I'm not balling out here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. just about to be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to build it from the ground up and right. it's going to be this exactly no, what we want. This ain't no HGTV, yeah. like, it or, like it or list it, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is, we, we did a lot of groundwork ourselves, man, and there's a lot more to go, man. It's... It is fulfilling to do it, but it's just a simple fact, man. Like, this ain't my forte. Yeah, Long man. work ain't my forte, dude. Right. You want me to hook up a TV? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> right. You want me to make a commercial? I can do that. Right. But uh, long... That labor, and, yeah, man. Oh, man. And it's hot as hell. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Pray for me. <laughs> it's either that or pay for the lawn service. Man, listen. <laughs> it ran across my mind. I looked it up, man. It was like charging like 30 a week. I did the calculations, and then I was like, whoa. So thirty bucks a week, might have to do this or, myself. Or just one day of not walking and just cutting the grass. <laughs> Take a walk day away and just Please. cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's all good, man. That was my morning, man. Follow, once you're a grown man, complain. Follow me on Snap. That's all. That's really all I ever do on my Snap is complain, man. I try to do the daily vlogs about happy stuff. Yeah. I don't be thinking about it. it I gets, think about it gets, Snap when I get pissed off. It gets real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, outside of that, man, saw some Talk crazy about, yeah, news. news. Man, I saw it this morning, man. That's... Uh, down in Orlando, mm-hmm. I guess. Dude just went crazy, man. Yeah, at first they were saying twenty, but before yeah. I left, now it's fifty. Can like fifty? Fifty confirmed. People passed. Fifty three people. Fifty three people wounded. So yeah, Omar o- Mateen. Over a hundred people, man. Just and it was a gay club. Mm-hmm. So. I heard one guy describing it how it had like three different rooms, three different fields. They had like a go-go room. They had like different. So when it was happening, people in other rooms might thought it was just a song or right. music going on that had gun. Like they wasn't. No one was aware until it was too late. Absolutely, man. So, That's horrible, yeah, man. They, uh, I had a statement from uh, the guy's father saying uh, he saw uh, a gay couple kissing in Miami and just came back enraged and. Uh, Unfortunately, this happened uh, at this nightclub, man. And, uh, you know, 
as my brother would say, uh, it's 2016, man. man. Listen, dude, <laughs> if you're gay, you're gay, man. Yeah, Whatever. Right. Who cares, dog? Yeah. Uh, but for someone to be that angry and that upset with life itself to go shoot up uh, a club full of innocent people, man, just for them being homosexual is just right. crazy to me man yeah man that's it's sad man it's like number one that ain't your business man like people try to this social media man got people in people's business that really don't need to be in their business man like that's a fact it, it's certain things that you know if it don't affect you personally financially emotionally like if it don't affect you in some form or fashion it it shouldn't matter to you right <laughs> that's how i feel man that's absolutely like, and uh, with most all, things like <laughs> I was also reading they said um they're expecting more casualties because oh, of yeah. the ammunition that was used so some this number's going to rise right. man and I saw a sad statement from a I want to say it was reading a statement from a mother or something where uh, like her son was texting her like or she, like some, somehow she must have somehow it was like get out mm-hmm. I need to get out of the club I can't we're we're, we're, we're hiding in the bathroom wow. then the next text came was said something like he's coming Next text came says, he got us. I love you. And that's the last text oh she got. God. So, like, she getting a play-by-play. It ain't heard nothing since. Jeez. So, it's like, what happened in the bathroom? Like, did, like, just go bananas and just let it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. It's like, that's crazy. Crazy, bro. Sunday morning. Just a, just another Sunday morning. You know what yeah, I'm saying? man. Unfortunately, man. It's and, sad, uh, man. You know, me and my brother talk about this a lot about with guns in America. Um, I'm willing to bet... I don't know this for a fact, but the gun that he used is going to come back a registered weapon, man. Because it seems to me like the Virginia Tech shootings, Mm -hmm. uh, Sandy Hook, uh, the church shooting in South Carolina. These guns are registered weapons. Yeah. There has to be some way, somehow, when people are buying guns, the legal way, like, it's too easy. Because these people are getting registered guns and then committing mass murders, man. Yeah. Like it's, and the the people that I know that have uh, unregistered guns, yeah. they're not doing that. Right. They're using it for protection or other yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're not using it for mass murders, man. Right. Like it has to be a better way. And they were talking about how like one of the bigger loopholes in that is these gun shows. Mm-hmm. And and I've never been to one. Like I've I have a CCW. You know, I was in the military. Mm-hmm. All that jazz. So guns aren't an issue for me. I know how to use a, right. few, a few of them. <laughs> so, but I've never gone to the gun show. I always wanted to go. Haven't prime prime story, man. My neighbor, real cool dude. I'm walking, taking trash out. He pulling out this, like, it looks like a M 16, like a military rifle. And I'm like, damn, bro. I'm like, Oh yeah. I'm like, I guess we all gonna be safe in the quad. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's, just, it's four of us in like an area. Uh-huh. So I was messing with him. Like, guess we all gonna be safe in the quad. He was like, bro, I'm glad I ran to you in the army. Right. I'm like, Uh-oh. you see the tags. <laughs> so I throw the trash away, go holler at him. He goes to the gun show, uh, walks in, you know, didn't even, no one even asked him for his ID. He said like, to, like to get in. He said, when he talked to the guy, the guy had a couple of them that he was just trying to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So, like, why was he trying to get rid of them? He said he only paid $400 for it. Cats are spending, like, racks for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 15 25 Like, it gets up there. $400. He's like, I couldn't pass on it. But he was nervous about it. So, he called the, the police. Had them come and check it. Mm-hmm. So, the whole time we're talking, they pull up. They run the, the serial number. Said it was clean. Wow. 
So he like, okay, he just told him the story. And, you know, the cop didn't say much, checked it out, was like, you good, have a good one, left. Jeez. And it's like, man, was it that easy? Like, he had to show him an ID, but all he said he did was look at it to make sure he was 21. Wow. Like, <laughs> and I'm, it, it, that's, that's how, scary. Yeah, that's how it goes down. It's like, well, that might be a problem. <laughs> Definitely. Like, that was his story. You know, I can't confirm it. I wasn't there, but that's what, that's what he shared with me. But if it's like that, it's like, then that needs to be a conversation. Because I'm not for, on one side, I'm not for not having the ability or access to have the same firepower that our enemies might have. Mm-hmm. So on one side of the fence, gun control, I don't want them to have the 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 AR-15s and the whatevers, and mm-hmm. we stuck to handguns and right, you no know, three gauge or twelve gauge shotguns. Right, <laughs> you know, it's like we need to be able to defend ourselves. But on the other end, it should be extremely difficult. Yes, it should be passport, government security clearance. Like it should be that level of screening. Yeah, because there's no as to reason why you need it. An assault rifle yeah. <laughs> in a city. Why you need it? You know, maybe form a committee of because there's I know there's some citizens that that think that think that they're cops, right? <laughs> they want to be like cops, so they there's a small percentage of people that might want to go through some training, maybe be able to you know defend the neighborhood. You know, <laughs> like one person that's everyone knows has it. You know, like there has to be something that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's the answer, but. They're gonna have to make some changes in some in some stern structure to the the ability to be able to go get that stuff because it's like if it's that easy to get, that's the problem. Absolutely, right <laughs> because you just say like if a guy's got an M sixteen, like my biggest question on why the hell do you need an yeah, M sixteen? And, and that's dog? what I said. I was like, like what's going on in your I, life? Did you need an M sixteen? I, I straight asking that because because it's funny because he, I, when I first moved there, I went there a month and he got to an altercation with his sister. And her dude, but it wasn't like it was just her, him and her arguing. Dude was trying to just calm him down, but mm-hmm. it got a little disrespectful to him. Right. They had a few words, but it was it was blown over. It was more him and his sister. But that happened. I'm like, you know, I didn't know nobody yet. I'm like, damn, where the fuck did I just move to? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know I should stay in that damn townhouse. <laughs> You're <that> right. <laughs> so, uh, but in a meeting, him, he's a cool dude. You know, we talked it out and figured out what was you know. He let me know what that was about. He, he felt bad like because he had just met us and mm-hmm. you know all that. All that said, I'm like, bro, what you need an M16 for, bro? Like, we got something I need to, do I need to strap up too? And like, do I need to right. load up? What's going on? He's like, nah, man, I just, really, I was in there just looking. And this price, I just like, well, damn. If I ever need something, I got something that I know going to work. <laughs> he like, like, if I need to defend something, these, 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 uh, these pistols might not get it done. And I'm like, bro, you should never be in nothing that deep. Right. Like, I, 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 the only goal should be, if someone comes to my house, I can mm-hmm. lay them down. Absolutely. Bottom line. Bottom like, line. <laughs> you don't need a, it's a... Trust me, it's a lot harder to shoot an M16 close range than it is a 9mm. Done it. <laughs> Both ways. It's a lot easier to use a 9mm. And if you know how to shoot, you should only need about three shots. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Bottom line. So, it's just... It, it, it's There needs to be a reason as to why these people can access these guns it, sh- it should be as simple as you know like even dumb it down to buying a ticket on southwest mm-hmm. or buying a first class ticket around the world certain people can do certain shit right <laughs> there's a price tag there's a cost there's a, there's a certain level of success they had to have get to to be able to afford something like that 
in the same regard, it should be some levels, some some reasoning, some some background as to why anybody that can that now not saying you can't go through the process. Right. If you want to take that, it should that be year, a, a tough process. Yeah, you want to take that a, a year weapon process like that. to get the license to be able to carry that. That's your you know right. And I'm sorry that you feel like you shouldn't have to do that, but we, that's the only way we're gonna keep this thing structured. Somehow, because <laughs> yeah. you know, I so, talked to talked to someone at work about this before, and he's like, "Well, what about hunters? You know, you can get a hunter's rifle." I'm just like, "Look, man, you're not out here hunting a deer with an M16." Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Well, it's all right to have, to, you know, what's the same uh, bear arms?" But I'm like, "Look, man, you're not killing a deer with an M16. You getting a rifle to hit them with one shot. You know, what I'm saying you can mount the deer and all that, <laughs> and eat the deer, all that stuff. If, if that's a sport, that's one thing." Yeah. And they have seasons for that and all that type of stuff. And they have grounds for that. Yeah. I shouldn't have to worry about my neighbor having an M16. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like, Not too many people that's doing this are even using a shotgun just for the simple fact of the reload process. Mm. They need ammo. They need to be able to shoot fast and a lot of shots. So, of course, you're going to get something that can shoot 50 rounds, 100 rounds, clips, not a shotgun. You got to put two two in a time. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so, any project in America, there might be a, a dude that got a shotgun just because he got five other guns and he want to have a shotgun. Right. People aren't doing this with shotguns. Right. So that's why, like, I I agree with that side of it. The the deer hunting. You know, I used to work at the post office. This guy used to bring in some deer meat for two years, bro. I wouldn't touch it. Mm-hmm. Everybody is killing it though at work. <laughs> it, it don't make it past the morning. It's gone. So finally, I'm like, yo, I'm going to try this. He's like, get a cracker, get some cheese, bop, bop. Fell in love with it, bro. Delicious. I'm like, keep killing the deer, brother. <laughs> bring, you bring this in every holiday season. It's going down. Like, I'm working. Like, I'll be here. <laughs> so, so, man, just like that side of it, I get. But the, the side of where somebody can make, for one, an irrational decision without mm-hmm. even thinking about life and what that decision is going to affect hundreds and thousands of people. Be able to go access something week week long, like a a week at best, as far as the time it will take to get it. Most of the time, you can walk out with it. Mm-hmm. You might you might find a place that's gonna run your back around, make you wait a few days. You might have some of those places, but you can find a hood spot or find a spot where you in and out. You got cash. We five minute transaction. Yeah, you know? buddy. So it's like that's a problem. You know, it's like people gotta care about it enough too. They gotta care about it if it. The one thing that I, I, I that I get a little discouraged about is if it doesn't affect us like directly, we might feel a certain way emotionally about it, mm-hmm. you know. But the long term is like we might remember, recall it, wish things were changing, but we're not like actively, actively. trying to, to make that change happen. And it's like enough people have to care enough about it, like they did when cancer started coming. Everybody starts supporting the pink movement and breast mm-hmm. cancers and the and the symbols, and you see it everywhere, and that's a part of our life. Right. That same type of effect has to happen where enough people have to be like, yo, this is a problem. And, I mean, we have a ton of those uh, in the city. You know, the gun and knife shows come to town. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, you know, that time of year, like October, when it starts to cool down for those, the hunting season. So. Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, it's a lot of money to be made, but geez, man, is is money the end all be all? Man. You know, it's a lot of it's, people. It's, it's out gonna here. be. <laughs> yeah. It, it's keep it up. It's keep gonna it be. up, man. So definitely prayers up to everyone down there in Absolutely. Orlando. I got some DJ victims. friends and some friends that I've met through Tony Rock and you know, out in LA that live in that area. So 
checked in with them because at first it was just club shooting. You know, mm-hmm. when I got up this morning, it wasn't confirmed like it wasn't the, what type of club it was. Right. It was just nightclub shooting. So I'm looking to make sure everybody was snapping last night and make sure you know people was all right. Yeah, yeah. And My then, homeboy lives in Tampa, and uh, him and his him and his girl, uh, they go up to Orlando all the time. So yeah. I checked in with him, like, "Yo, yeah. bro, just checking in, man." Right. You know, I saw it was uh shootings out there, man. That's when you know something's real, where you don't even care about that seven o'clock text. Yeah, on a Sunday, it's like, "Bro, you all right?" Yeah, <laughs> like, man. I just saw some shit. So very man. Yeah, prayers up to everyone involved out there. I know that's rough. Yeah. And uh, not to keep the somber stuff going, but uh, <laughs> we gonna keep this thing rolling. Hey, gotta keep uh, it real. <laughs> the uh, guy, Brock Turner. Oh man, he is an Oakwood slash Dayton resident. Where he's from here, right? For people that don't know, uh, Brock Turner uh, was a swimmer uh, out there at Stanford University. Was convicted of uh, sexual assault, mm-hmm. and uh, gonna do six months for sexual assault. Six months. Six months. Six months. That's not the kicker. The kicker here is there's a fan page for him, a support group for him. Um, basically shaming the victim, uh, saying she was drinking too much and blaming her for the incident. Well, if you guys weren't drinking, then this wouldn't happen. The problem with that, though. The consumption of alcohol is not against the law. Right. It's what you do while intoxicated that might right. be against the law. But if you want to get as drunk as you want, mm-hmm. that's not a crime to her. Right. She should not have to worry that if I get, if I have 10 shots instead of eight, <laughs> things might go left and I don't know what's going to happen and, 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 and I'm not responsible for it. Like she shouldn't have to worry about like the ultimate devastating thing that can happen to a woman I think mm-hmm. you know you get unfortunately raped and the father said it was for the 20 minutes of whatever 20 minutes of pleasure or 20 minutes of fun, something of that nature like and then I even saw locally on the news where one of his guidance counselors from yes. Oakwood wrote a letter to kind of like show about his integrity and who he was as a person and individual mm-hmm. and it's like what about the woman that got raped yeah, Y'all make it seem like she did something wrong. And he right. and, and we're bashing him for something he shouldn't have done. Right. The man raped an un, a unconscious woman. Right. And my um my homeboy said that uh if she writes wrote that letter on a letterhead from the school district, she mm-hmm. probably will be fired. Oh yeah. Cause the school had to make a a public apology on behalf of her actions. <laughs> so you know that's already probably out mm-hmm. the window. You probably already got the boot. You're probably and in there trying to work away. I like, Oakwood, look, for, for those, not to change the subject, but real quick bullet. Mm-hmm. Oakwood, I, I was a pretty good tennis player in high school. Oakwood's coach for 30 plus years, I coached the men and women. Mm-hmm. He just got about two, three months ago accused of a sexual assault that happened in the late like late 70s, early 80s. And just now, a person just finally said something. Wow. So he's lost his job 30 plus years as a he was a teacher there, I think English, and then uh, the coach of the tennis team for both boys and girls. So, like, they just got over that in the news mm-hmm. locally. Now it's like they didn't write back in it nationally. Thank God that ain't been tickled up into all this, you know, because then it would be like, what is Oakwood doing? Right. <laughs> you know? So it's like. Put that microscope on there. Yeah. It's, and see what's really going on. It's sad, man, that, that number one, people were, like, de- defending this, this kid. Mm-hmm. On, on how good of a person he was and how bad of a 
we're sorry this happened. But like, are you really sorry if you're trying to make this seem like to the judge that he's an okay kid? It was just an accident. He doesn't need to be, have his life ruined. What about every other black dude from any other city mm-hmm. that had the same thing happen to them and they locked up 20 to life? Right. What about the impact on their life? You know, I thought about that when they were talking about the uh, letters of recommendation for him. You know, I, I get stuff presented to me from, you know, we have interns and stuff at the station. And uh, can you write me a letter of recommendation or can you vouch for me to get this and that? And it always takes me back to what a teacher of mine said. When you're in a position of power or you're the boss of things, be real. Yeah. Be as real as possible. You know, you don't want to try to give anyone the shaft, but think about think about it in your context. You're going to be the one giving this person a recommendation. Don't think about the person. Yeah. Think about yourself. Absolutely. Think about like, okay, you give this person a recommendation and they turn out to be a, a crappy employee. Yeah, the next and time. And you knew it. The next time your name pop up on somebody else's stuff, we're not listening to what he got to say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're, now you put in a class of people. Or a level at work that you can't get out of. And he told me, you know, if you don't think they're worthy of getting your letter of recommendation, just tell them. And the honest, the honest part about it is if you tell them and you tell them why you don't think they deserve it, maybe they'll ship up and get better. And then in the future, you'll be able to do it. But in turn, you won't have to do something that you don't feel comfortable with. Exactly. And so I, I always taking that. And even for like, you know, we all got homeboys that say, oh, man, I need you to uh, put you down as a reference. And, you know, we got those homeboys that ain't you know what I'm yeah. so, so work what friendly. What am I referencing? Yeah. <laughs> and you got to tell. And I had to tell one of my boys that before. Like, look, man, you my man. I rock what you do, but I can't do it. And got mad at me, bro. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? We eventually got past that. But right. it's it makes you think in the long term about, you yeah. know what you're doing personally right. and it all comes back to you if you like write a bad recommendation like this uh counselor in oakwood like they yeah. found out yeah especially nowadays everything yeah everything can and, be found out and it's so crazy that what we didn't it. even talk about is how the judge i i read something that you know he was back in court and like over 20 people refused the jury duty for for you know a case that he was supposed to be presiding over and it's mm-hmm. like how is he even one like and there's over a million like online signatures i heard of people that want him out of you know that position and it's like why is why is the why is the like government of of, of the city state whatever like mm-hmm. not even like they throwing the other shoulder like like people are not even looking at this from the standpoint of what the core of what happened right and the punishment that was given <laughs> Who's to say that the person like six months ago that got convicted for 20 years from that judge was a fair, you know, everything he's done in his past now can be brought back up as a mistrial or want to want to try to, you know, retry it. And it's like, well, what other judge can say like, nah, what that what that judge says makes sense. He has a great history, you know, right. a great background of, of class. Well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's up to the judge to be the voice of reason and do the right thing, you know? Um, and he was a Stanford swimmer. I heard that, that's probably what got it. You know, you have <laughs> to look to at it one or two. at the, at the parents point of view, you know, they don't want to send, have, have their kids sent to prison for 30 years. So I can even understand them defending yeah. their kid. 
even though they're wrong as hell. Right. Whatever. I can. Because I understand can, it from the level of we've all been extremely hammered. Mm-hmm. Do not remember the night before. Mm-hmm. But just know that as our integrity as a person, we didn't do nothing really, really stupid. Right. Absolutely. Some people who might have that less of care for themselves mm-hmm. might get really, really drunk and do something really, really stupid and not care about the, the wake up in the morning. You know, I got a few friends, unfortunately, that I've met along the way. They live that way. Oof. So it's like they might wake up in the morning and be like, yo, what happened? And it could have been a fight. Why my head hurt? Why my eyes? You know, like, I got a black eye. Like some army guys I've met that get hammered <laughs> to every weekend. And it's Ooh. like some people be on that. But that so I understand that. And that's one percent. Ninety nine percent is no matter what he was doing, what she was doing. What he did is extremely, extremely, extremely punishable by law. Absolutely. And it's Bottom up line. to the judge <laughs> to tell the parents, yeah, I feel you want to protect your son, but. He, he messed raped, up really he, big. Like, and it's this time for him This to ain't pay. a smack on the hand. This ain't a grounded for a week. This ain't the Sega Genesis gone for the summer. This ain't the car. You know, this is ext- extremely worse. Absolutely. Be and on the other side. Of, what if you had a daughter? What if this was your daughter? And shout out to the <laughs> victim, too, because. um. She released a statement saying she's not going to let this stop her from her goals. She's not going to let this night ruin her life. You know, respect to her for for speaking in court that day, facing her, her victim. I mean, not the victim, but uh, the prosecutor, whatever, whatever the word is, Uh, facing the assailant, you know, in court, face to face, saying what happened, saying what she remembers happened. And uh, saying, like, yo, this ain't going to kill me. This ain't going to end me. I'm going to keep on going. So, shouts out to her for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because that, that five stages of grievance, man, when that depression, you know, people go through something traumatic like that. They got to go through that process. Some people go through, it's like losing a family member. Or, like, some people go through that extreme depression a lot differently. Mm-hmm. So, you got to go through that denial of praise and that acceptance and that, you know, bargain. Like, the whole... The whole shebang. I'm not trying to get EMT on you too much. <laughs> no, you good. But but people have to go through those things at their own pace. Some people go through them a lot faster than others. But once you get through them, and it sounds like you start making goals again for yourself and not letting things, you know, like that's when you know somebody is on their way out of it. You know, mm-hmm. so for her to be there already, dope. So let's hope, let's hope she means what she says. Hope she's not at home dealing with it on the, you know, you can say all you want and. In the media, mm-hmm. on any media outlet you choose to, but when you're at home looking at that ceiling at night, make sure you're okay with it too. You know Absolutely. that person. So and can't uh, make this up, podcast. You man. Can't we getting deep today. Yeah, we deep. We deep, in, <laughs> we deep into the <laughs> to the minutia, man. Deep today. <laughs> Week eleven, baby. <laughs> yeah, flipping the page on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> on to some brighter stuff, man. Yesterday I was down at the African American Wellness Walk at Riverscape. And uh, it was a great turnout. I'm mad at my wife. wife. I'm, mad at my, I'm mad at her, by the way. Why's that? So uh, the wedding Friday, I get home. You know, she's already asleep. You know, I'm winding down. Like I said, I wasn't feeling well. Watched a little TV. Went to sleep. She knew that Saturday is my first day off since April, and I was really enjoying some sleeping <laughs> in, some relaxing. But I think due to some of my military scars of war, when I hear activity in the morning, no matter how tired I am, no matter if someone's in the kitchen, in the bathroom, doing this, doing that, I'm going to wake up. I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep. I'm going to try to for 30 minutes and get frustrated and just be up. So she started getting in the shower at like 7 something in the morning. 
<laughs> I'm like, what is she doing? Like, she's not. A, she's a. She can sleep till noon if you let her. But she's one of them people. She can sleep. So I'm like, I what? wish I was one of those people. I'm like, what is this seven? What? Like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm on call. I'm like, oh, okay, because she for her job, she has to be on call every three or four months. Okay, you gotta go somewhere. Uh, no. I'm like, where you going? So I'll be out in a minute. She in the shower, blah, blah. She comes out. Uh, she comes like out dressed though, like ready to roll, like got all together in the bathroom. <laughs> so, I, and I probably dozed off a little bit trying to go back to sleep. And she goes, we're going, my sorority has a booth at the, uh, at the walk downtown. I'm going to that. Now to her credit, that was her first time. Mm-hmm. She hadn't even really heard about the event. And she was going to support her sorority, right? On. Not like the not knowing what the event was and how big it was in the Dayton area. Mm-hmm. So when she got there, the first thing she says is, "Oh man, I could about the kids." Yeah, you could like it, like she didn't know. So, but if she would have said what she was going to, <laughs> I being a Daytonian, all but four years of my life going to the army, could have said, "Oh, that's dope. Yeah, we go. Let's all let's all go." You know. I had no yeah, they problem got the with the kids corner. Well, she gonna... assumes that, and to her credit too, she knew I was tired, knew I wanted to relax. So she probably wasn't even like, he ain't gonna want to go to this. <laughs> and truth be told, it's an 85% chance that if you woke me up with that on Saturday morning, I'd been like, no. That's exactly I'm, what she said, yeah, too. So that's why she that's why she didn't bring it up. But all that said, I was like, I probably would have went because I've never got to, got to go to one because I've always had to do something mm-hmm. or, and never like if someone's doing something like that, it's like yeah, I'll run to a few faces and get out there and support. Yeah, I'll go. But it just never got there. So she went, had a good time, said so she ran into you. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was a good time, man. I got out there, got my walk in, and uh, shots out to DJ Scano. He was out there taking mad pictures, oh, yeah. man. Matter of fact, he was down there in Louisville, too. Yeah, I saw that. For uh, Muhammad Ali's that's services. Dope. Yeah. Uh, he told me, I was like, man, I seen you was down there, man. That's dope. He's like, yeah, man, I called off working the whole night. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> National like, holiday. He's like, look, man, that's Muhammad Ali, National day man. of grievance. He's like, I'm going. Yeah. I was like, man, I feel you, man. I was like, and uh, my actually, um, my father's side of the family is from Louisville, Kentucky, and I hollered at him about it, you know, and we planned to go down there to check out the museum and check out the, uh, his house where he grew up. Yeah. In October, man. So I'm looking forward yeah, to going dope. down you said there. It was a, a Florida State game, wasn't yep, it? Yep, Florida yeah. State in October, yeah. man. So trying that's to get dope. down there to go down there and check that out. Yeah. So yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Quick story about that, man. People always ask me, man, you from Ohio, man. You ain't a Buckeye fan. Yes, <laughs> I am Ohio State Buckeye fan for sure. Right. But <laughs> I rock with the nose, too. Yo, one of my childhood friends, man, he is... He is a Florida State fan. He had the Florida State starter jacket. Yes, sir. Pull over. You know, that whole like that whole time frame for him was Florida State. You had your friends that had the North Carolina. You know, like that was just people fell in love with certain teams. And just because you get older don't mean you still lose that love for that team. So I understand it. But like me personally, I know you're I'm just a homer. A homer. <laughs> I'm a homer, man. The Reds, the Bengals. You know, I support the Cleveland team when they're not playing one of us. <laughs> So oh, we're like, going to get to that certain Cleveland team. <laughs> we're going to get to that certain basketball team in Cleveland. Yeah, man. <laughs> they, Matter of fact, man, we, we, we missed sports last week. We might as well dive into it. Might this. as well get into it, man. It might be a heavy one, man. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to try to. Kyrie still top five? Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. He he He's a top five ball handler. <laughs> he is a top five 
I'm going to say even a score. He's been scoring okay. Yeah. It's just in the realm of organized basketball. He's probably dope on the playground. One of the first picks for sure. <laughs> but with organized basketball, man, it's a certain things you got to be It's a different better than. world. Yeah, man, you got to you got to understand the importance of each possession. Like that's the part that gets me, man. Like I I played organized sports my whole life. And one thing I was blessed with is I played pretty much every sport with the ball. Mm-hmm. I've played it. Either in high school, I made the freshman basketball team in high school, had a thigh injury. The first week of practice, it was done. So my basketball <laughs> career in high school lasted a week. I made the squad. Hey, loves you made yeah, the squad. I'm, my name on a t-shirt, baby. <laughs> I my, did not make the squad in my high school. I got cut twice that's when it ended and gave up. Basketball wise. That's when it ended. But you know, you understand... You understand the the level of basketball they're playing and mm-hmm. the competition they're playing. These guys are pros. These guys have gone through a process. You cannot just be backyard decision making with with six minutes left. Look, Bottom man, line, I'm gonna say it like as plain as humanly possible. Pass the fucking ball. Yes, Look, man. Pass the fucking ball. It's, and speaking, be the point guard. Understand yeah. that position and what it means to the team. Speaking uh, as a person who is the definition of an average basketball player. Yeah. I am average as can be. I can shoot a little bit. I can dribble a little bit. I try not to turn the ball over because I used to have a propensity of doing <laughs> that. So I am the definition of an average basketball player. Yeah. I'm now, slightly below average just because <laughs> of my weight. Me and O played like about a year and a half ago. Oh, I still put up some buckets. Buckets. But the, the, the three-quarter cherry picking was kind of happening <laughs> midway through. Came back three point line, three point line. <laughs> and as a ba- as an average basketball player, I know know how it feels to be on a team where you know, hey, every team you play pickup ball has a guy that gets most of the buckets. Yeah, everybody knows, of that. course. You know what I'm saying? So you're out there to do your part to get a rebound here yeah. when he passes you the ball, not down the give shot. Give him go, give him go, <laughs> get that rebound, yeah. give it back to him. Yeah, exactly. Hey, dog, do your exactly. <laughs> so as the star of those teams. You have to always look out for the dudes that are doing the quote-unquote dirty work. So yeah. when they're cutting to the rim, drop it off on for the easy layup. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's seven feet. Yeah. At worst, 6'10". Tristan's six, down there working his <laughs> ass off to get you these offensive rebounds, dog. And how do you repay him? Looking him off and taking another shot. Yeah. You can't do that, man. You can't do that, dude. You cannot do that. No. And uh, another thing that I know that's why the Spurs that. are so good, by the way. Absolutely, man. I've always team said, ball, dog. I've always said the Spurs are that YMCA team that's thirty-five and up when you was right out of high school and they was giving you buckets and you with, don't know with why. knee braces on, and elbow you have no pads, idea why. and you had no idea why y'all kept losing to them. They knew how to play the game of basketball. Play the game. Y'all man. was trying to be the, the two-man show. And 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 want that give and go constantly, and wanted to be the star, and wanted to ooze eyes, but always losing twelve to seven. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Absolutely, <laughs> man. So that's why I think the Spurs, because they they know how to play the game. They know how to get. If you look at them, their ball movement and layups and open shots and rhythm shots and of the Cavs, man, they 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 play that way for sixty five percent of the game. Mm-hmm. But in the key moments, and they ain't and, running pick and rolls, no. Though. They just yeah. clear it out. <laughs> they walking it up with sixteen on the shot clock and ten before you make a decision on what y'all about to do. Now you got talent 10 can't get you everywhere. Yeah, man, if you want to say the, the Cavs are more talented than the Warriors, I'll buy that. Yeah, shoot, I'll say OKC is more talented 
than the Warriors. Absolutely. I say OKC is probably the most talented team in NBA. But talent doesn't always win you championships, man. You have to play as a team. Absolutely. And Golden State is playing real team basketball. The other thing I noticed about the game on a Friday night is Shump should never shoot the ball ever again in his life unless it's a I was dunk. just about to say that, bro. You got to have a bench that can support your starting five. Look at Iguodala last year. Gosh. He was the MVP of the finals. Yeah. The sixth man. <laughs> let's, 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 that's important people it's that's very important, important man so, it's uh i looked at the Cavs, and i'm always about the athletes i'm i'm all biggest fan of athletes getting their money get that check if these owners are stupid enough to pay you this amount of money to put a ball in the hoop throw a ball this far catch a pass get that money dog yeah but <laughs> Cavs, you just gave the homie shump 40 million dollars and he can't shoot. He can't dribble. And since he blew out his knee uh, when he used to play for the Knicks, he's no longer that defensive player that he used to be. He turned into, unfortunately, another level of a Paul George to me, man. Paul George was at his peak mm-hmm. about to take off. That injury now, he's... Slowed him down a bit. Yeah, he's still giving you 15 to 20, and every now and then he might throw a 30 in there. He had a good playoff series, yeah, no yeah, question. He, he's, he's hoping, but the way he left... Before that injury to what oh, they had, now you can see a difference. Absolutely, and, man. Yeah, sometimes but I don't that, see. I see uh, Paul George bouncing back. I don't see Shump bouncing no, back. No, because Shump, Shump to me, man, he's that he's that big athlete you had in high school that could just attack the rim and mm-hmm. get buckets, you know, around the rim, hit a couple threes, but that wasn't a strong point. And you would be like, that kid gonna be all right. He learn how to shoot three. <laughs> he gonna be like, there's every kid in high school you see on Friday night about it. You'd be like, when you get that J when work, when you get that J in, he gonna be nice. <laughs> he get the college, he get them reps in, he gonna be nice because you know he going to college. But then they do that route, and the J just never comes. Never comes, dude. But, but their athletic ability takes them to all the way to to their dreams, you know, and aspirations. So, end of the day, the man got a got 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 a life for his family that he never could possibly dream of. Get that check, homie. But. We can't rely on you in the finals, baby. Can't do it, baby. So, you, so like you say, getting that, getting that forty, you might have just been a sixteen mil guy. Man, you know? <laughs> they just, I mean, and then the biggest culprit of all, Mister LeBron James. They, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a lot of heat for this one because I don't care what anybody says. If you look at the way he plays in this finals versus last finals, mm-hmm. playing like a bitch. LeBron is my favorite player, man. LeBron is in such a bitch mode right now, bruh, that you can't. The triple doubles, he, I'm he's, not buying. He, yeah, he, he's great at doing that. Like, but that don't always mean nothing. It don't. It don't mean wins. Hollow obviously. stats, bro. Hollow yeah, stats, man. Exactly. It's like he's he's six eight and can, and can play any position on the. He's he's gonna have rebounds. He's gonna have assists. He's gonna get a couple buckets. But a triple-double can be 10, 10, and 10. Mm-hmm. And two of those 10s might be all right, but one of those 10s mean you wasn't really playing well. Let's he keep it real. Played one terrible. Of, you have to be considered one of the top five players in the world. Absolutely. Top three. Yes. You have to act like it at some point. He acted <laughs> like it last finals when he was out there going ape shit. Even in the yeah. games that they lost, he was trying to win. He to me, it. it doesn't look like he's trying to win. It just looks like he got there to play. He does it enough for the kid in the backyard to be like, LeBron, three, two, one, and put that shot up. But really, 
they're now saying Steph. Mm-hmm. They still st- saying Jordan. That's our era. Everyone did that. <laughs> Kevin, time to come in. Jordan, three, two, one. Push off. <laughs> See you tomorrow. And like you know, like that's how everybody <laughs> left the court. That's how I left the court when I when I hooped outside every day. You know, it was like you felt like because Jordan was the one you knew that Kobe, that Jordan, give me the goddamn ball. I got this. LeBron, that he just don't have that bone, man. He's a in his mind, he already said he Magic Johnson. In his mind, he already want to be great at everything. He want to be a master at it all. Well, his team needs you to be you'll aggressive. You'll be in the Hall of Fame. You've made countless and countless millions of dollars. Oh, you getting that money? Yeah, <laughs> can't knock your hustle. No bro. question about that. You staying healthy? You ain't been hurt. <laughs> some of that, some of that come. I'm sure some of that. Give me the goddamn ball. Comes with some, with some pains. Absolutely. And a lot of people are going to say. Kobe looking weak on that commercial for T-Mobile <laughs> on that run to the chopper. His, his knees is looking loose, baby. <laughs> but he left it on the court, baby. He did. He did. <laughs> and I can't stand Kobe. I'm a, a proud Kobe hater. <laughs> Shouts out to my brother Mike Wilson. He's a <laughs> Kobe fanatic. And uh, I'm, I take a lot of heat for this talk about LeBron because I've always looked at his game and saw points where you, you don't see that, what I'm seeing. You don't see the effort. Or lack thereof yeah. on versus last season and this season. Like, what are you saving it for? Y'all about to lose, that, that's, nigga. That's the that's the <laughs> biggest question mark I have of my favorite NBA player. Mm-hmm. We've seen you dump twenty five in a row on Detroit. We've seen you have fifty point playoff. We've seen you be the greatest player we, we we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We've seen that at some point. Whether you like LeBron or not, you've seen it and been like, yeah, man, he's a bad he, boy. He got it. That game, but, that game against the Celtics when yeah. they was down 2-3. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we dropped 46. And it's like, how can we see this from you but see just as much of the bullshit from you and be like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you can't – I get it. You know, you get in a rhythm. You in a certain there's, – there's, there's things that have to happen for you. But, damn it, be like Kyrie and be 16 for 30. Go out blazing. <laughs> yeah. Show me, rather, show me you at least I'd rather LeBron go out blazing than Kyrie yeah. go out blazing. Exactly. And it, it's not even always about the points or the shot attempts. It's the the aggression. Yeah. I want to see you on the floor on a loose ball. I want to see you in the bleachers trying to say the, the, the pass and going out of bounds. I want to see the triple-double consistently because you that good. Mm-hmm. Like, show me you the man, but we just can't win. I'll be happy with that. But – but looking out here, like you already planning the trip to Miami with D Wade, mm-hmm. or, or going to LA. LA got a lot of money this year. It's like he, hey man, it's like he's giving up, man. It just, that's just, I mean, it, they're not gonna win three straight. No, as much no. as I want them to, not, not gonna happen. I would love for them to prove me wrong. I would love to be back here next week, like yo, it's game seven, game seven, going down on Father's Day. Oh my goodness, can you believe I, it? I would love it, but. Nah, no, nah, bro. With or I, without Draymond, I, yeah, he's out of here. <laughs> I would give LeBron's performance in the finals last season a A plus. Yes, they it, lost. His shooting percentage was trash. He he just couldn't do it all by himself. Couldn't do it by himself. And I'll buy. I'll buy that. Kyrie this, was out. Yeah, this year he's get a C from me, dude. Oh yeah, that's that's best C at best. I mean he's he's average. Richardson and, and Shannon Fry doing more for the team and, and, and more points in the game. Than more you. energy, that yeah, it's, effort, it's, that want to. Della Vadova off the bench, he always going to give you hustle. He's always going to you know, be, be, be a pest to that other point guard. 
Absolutely. You need that guy that can come in and get three or four fouls and it don't really matter. <laughs> Every team needs a couple of those guys. That's why you on the team, brother. I tweeted this <laughs> out, man. I was talking with DeMarco. Shouts out to Bars and Beyond. And I said, LeBron is the best and worst thing about today's generation of basketball. Mm-hmm. That's real. That is real. He, especially from us in this area, man, we saw him play Alter at UD. Mm-hmm. We seen the the Vincent St. Saint, Vincent Saint Mary run and knew what he was doing in high school and knew the buzz he had. And I mean, I got to go to that game where okay. where it was uh, them and Alter. And Alter slowed that pace down. They was like, we about to chill out here. But just the hype <laughs> for a high school basketball game, national ESPN coverage. I mean, it was like. This dude is really next. And everybody kind of put him on that pedestal. I mean, he's one of the greatest. Yes. That's not up for debate. What's up for debate is we want the person that's going to be the next great to be as equal to or better than Michael Jordan. Right. Until that person exists, it's always going to be he good, he great, but don't put them in the same category. Don't, can't don't, do don't. It. Yeah. And you can't. Like, especially, I, I was a Jordan fan first. That's, that's, that's what I always say. I'm a LeBron fan through and through, but I was a Jordan fan first. Jordan is the one that even got me even caring about basketball, to be honest with you. I was a baseball head, soccer, all the other sports, tennis, golf, you name it. Basketball and football just really wasn't my single parent. Mm -hmm. She's white. I'm sorry. She wasn't (laughs) wasn't on me getting hurt in third and fourth grade. She's a nurse. She know what them injuries be like. It just was tough. I actually made the junior high team of football, but my, my grades, my joke that I say is when my dick started working and puberty hit, <laughs> that's when my life really just had a, had a, had a, had a bad track. I went, I went left <laughs> instead of right. School and grades wasn't a priority. It was chicks. Hey, so happens to the best of us. <laughs> so that, that ineligible football junior high, you know, I, I again made the team. Coach came up to me like, you want eligible? I'm like, yep, I guess that's over. <laughs> Here go these helmets and pads, sir. Next, <laughs> next sport, next, right. next semester. These grades so, up, yeah. I gotta, gotta get refocused real quick before these final grades come out. Right. Make sure I still get this D, this uh, B or C on there to that still D or F. I can still and do it's it. It's funny, man, because my, my mom laughs at me, man. My transcript from high school. It's hilarious because. Let's say there's 500, just to be simple math, there's 500 kids, mm-hmm. and they had like a rank on there of where you were in the class. I was 250, straight in the middle, like average, just the average. And I wasn't the worst kid. I wasn't the best. I was I was right where the dip went down. <laughs> that was, I was as close as you to get to failure without being a failure, <laughs> bottom line. Man, it's funny you bring up, that, bring up transcripts, man. <laughs> uh, when I graduated from Wright State, I had a counselor sign off on all our papers or whatever. So... She's looking at my transcript, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Trying to give me that good, uh, man, you should think about uh, grad school speech, and I'm not hearing it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And like, well, even if you stick around like another uh, another quarter or two, you can get a, a double major. I was like, man, I'm good. I already got a minor by accident from changing my major. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you only have a 2.8 GPA? Like, all I see is A's and B's, A's and B's. Next page, eight, eight, eight. He flips it over. He sees them, that one page. He's like, oh, you're one of those guys <laughs> who turned it on when they needed to. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I ran into some issues. Exactly. But I got out. Right. And that and that was, I think, man, like 
one of the things about being in extracurricular activities, man, I think that's why it's so important for kids to be in those after school activities, mm-hmm. man, because if they care about something and they want to be a part of something, they're going to do the necessary steps. I could have been that kid that didn't make the football team and mom's not really on me about my grades and them D's and F's just stay consistent mm-hmm. and I just stopped caring about it. Right. And that's, you know, unfortunately it happens to a lot of our youth. Yeah. That's why we in some of these situations we in with somebody getting shot every day around here, it seems like. Somewhere along the path, some bad decisions was made and it's hard to get out of that once you in it. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't knocking the street life. I grew up on Parkwood too. <laughs> Before I moved to Trotwood, that's where I lived on Parkwood. A lot of people don't even know that, but I was in the hood too. So I, I've seen it, man, and I've seen both sides of it. And it's like we got to capture these kids early enough to where, you know, show them that, hey, if you want to be that next LeBron, that next that next Curry who the layup, the kids ain't shooting layups no more. Mm-hmm. They, they work on that 30-footer. So it's like you want to be that, them grades matter. You got to get bro. to a certain level and had a certain support from an assistant coach that was teammates with the owner of the Wizards. Ding, ding, ding. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of this stuff, it, it ain't by accident. It's not by Steph accident. Steph Curry went to Davidson. Yeah. You think if Dale Curry wasn't in the NBA, Steph Curry would have even had a chance to be this great. The, his chances are way, way, way less. Absolutely. <laughs> so, if he didn't have that run in the, in, in the NCAAs to get even us even talking about him, and then he didn't come in the league and was just magnificent. Hard-ass work. Hard work and dedication. He cared about it enough to become, in my opinion, he'll finish as one of the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Bang, bang. I'm still a Reggie Miller, a Ray Allen. I'm, a, I'm still putting Ray Allen up there, yeah. number one for me. Yeah, Ray, yeah, Ray's definitely, he's but, definitely my favorite but, shooter. Uh, Steph is coming And fast, Reggie Miller bro. is still two for me. Reggie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reggie had the most ugliest guaranteed shot you ever seen in your life. But shout out to the Knicks fans. Listen, Curry got about two <laughs> two more years before he he dump off Reggie and he take the two spot because he's doing things you've never seen before. Absolutely, man. I just remember Reggie Miller. What he scored like eight points in like five seconds. Man, against I think, the I, think Knicks. It, yeah, I think it was like it was either nine and nine or <laughs> it was eight eight and nine. But he. Had the three, got the steal, had the three, and had the layup in there, and it was that was amazing. Knicks fans, <laughs> but even Ray, the what two, three finals ago, yeah, people walking to the car, he just caught it, just put it up, put it muscle up. memory for, for yo, days. Yo, could you imagine being trying to get back in that stadium, bro? <laughs> like, bro, we was just playing, and they like, nope, nope, you ain't getting back in here. You, about you to know miss they let them people back in the there. The biggest comeback in the. Finals history. What a game, man. Got to love sports, man. Yeah, man. Speaking we of, touched on sports, man. We missed that a few weeks. Absolutely, man. You know, you talked about, you know, growing up and everything like that. I got a small story to share. You know, like I said, my brother's six years older than me. I look up to my brother to this day. I don't run any major decision in my life without talking to him first. Yeah. And uh, outside of, no, not even outside of my mom. My brother is my biggest influence in my life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Anything I ever needed or wanted, he got it for me. You know what I'm saying? If it's stupid stuff, whatever. If I really wanted it, he would do it. Yeah. And, you know, he wasn't the best student in school. And, but he was a, he's a good athlete. Me, I was a good student, average athlete. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me, 
this, these books is where you need to be. This is what you need to focus on. Like sports is cool. Have a good time. Go play ball with your friends. But these books and learning what's important in this classroom and staying off of the streets, hanging out. You know, I was fortunate enough to, you know, go to a school district where, you know, they actually gave a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bottom line. (laughs) And, you know, it's, I went to Cleveland Heights and another small fact, you know, uh, Basically, my whole family went to that school district. I didn't live in the school district. My dad did, and we used his address. It was yeah. one of them type of situations. Yeah. So I had friends up there. You can't friends, get that off no more. Yeah, you know, you can't. That's know. why I moved. <laughs> they, they, they own it. <laughs> and, you know, I got a 3.5 when I graduated from high school. I scored a 23 on my ACT and uh, ACT. And, uh, you know, I was, mom's just proud. My bro is proud of me. And, you know, just looking at it from that point of view, you know what I'm saying? To see my brother go to Tri-C, which is junior college, you mm-hmm. know, basically St. Clair yeah. down here. and They had a basketball team there? Yep. Because I smoked play for St. Clair right after high school. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember I went to yeah. most of his games. So. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to see my brother go there and then turn around and go to Central State and then graduate Central State, you know, it gave me the, the foresight to say, man – to know what my brother was doing in high school or lack or know what he wasn't doing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he was one of them dudes that did just enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? To get yeah. by. Just to, or, just to get that one good like yeah. fuss, but it don't last more than like yeah. two minutes. Get mom's <laughs> office back. It's oh, over. it's test time. Let me knock this out. <laughs> me, I'm nothing like that. Yeah. If I'm not wasn't constantly studying. I was going to fail. Right. So I had to constantly study, constantly go to go to tutors, go to class, go see the teachers after class to get help with homework and stay on it. Like, yo, if I don't, I'm a flunk. Right. So to see that and then you talk about, you know what I'm saying, your kids with the latchkey programs yeah. and, and being very active in their lives and, you know, not putting pressure, but just stressing the importance of education, man. I always think about that to myself, to you know, to have an older sibling tell me at a young age like yo this ain't the move man yeah where we live at ain't the move you know we had a single parent and my mom my mom was in school when we were in school yeah you know what i'm saying she was in nursing school when i was exactly in, in middle school that's, my brother was in high school so we got three people in school together exactly exactly <laughs> that was my mom my mom was in school all through my school took a second job to give me braces and i let my Lost my retainer two weeks after I got him off. Didn't want to tell her because I thought I was going to be in trouble. And then my teeth started moving and she's furious for like seven years. She just started to ease off of me about that. <laughs> but like my mom grinded out, you know, just single parent, me and her. That's one reason why I was such involved in sports. You know, that was like her avenue to give me some some male bonding, bottom mm-hmm. line. You know, get me off the couch, off this Nintendo, off this Sega and get out there and literally have a love for every sport mm-hmm. I, I can watch a soccer game play soccer in high school i can play tennis play golf play baseball up until high school play basketball up until you know high, like i played all the sports in in a pretty good way and it was like that to me i think was the structure now having kids like you said like the things that i wasn't so good with maybe finance maybe budgeting my my, my money or mm-hmm. You know, learn how to be. It took me into the military to learn the true definition of respect, and and what that and how far that can carry you in life by just saying yes, sir, yes, ma'am, 
being genuine with people, giving people what they give you, you know, mm-hmm. like just some of that, some of those life lessons that took me 19, 20 years to really hone and understand on that level. You know, I got them doing things, saving money. You know, I want this, I want that. Well, you're going to have two bucks left. You've been saving these $10 for two years. <laughs> you're up to 10 and you're trying to get to 20. You're going to be down to two. Well, you're right. Okay, I'll wait till I get some more money. Dad, I lost a tooth. Tooth fairy, call him up, please. You know, she's working me that way. But Hit him up. I need yeah. his bucks. <laughs> but she's, you know, learning the importance of not just getting what you want right now, right now, because you really don't need that. You know, you might need something else. So you might need to save up for this or save that. So little things like that. I'm happy to be able to teach to my children, you know, at a young age. They, they yes, sir, yes, ma'am, kids, you know, and that's. I hate bad kids, bottom line. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with it. I cannot deal with bad kids, man. They they girls and they 14 months apart, so they have their moments like any other kid. You know, I ain't saying mine are the – they ain't militant by any means. <laughs> but they uh, they know when I say sit the hell down, they know I better sit down. They know when I say stop doing something, I better stop doing what I'm doing. You know, so it's like they get I love it. parents like yo. Yeah. <laughs> keep them in check, boy. Yeah, man. I don't I don't play that. So man, this third one about to get it too. Oh yeah, man. This new I, baby. I'm a, <laughs> I'm one of them people that love when <laughs> fucking parents beat kids ass. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I laugh and my wife be like, That's not funny. I was like, It is funny though. <laughs> it, it is. It is funny because you know why? Cause that kid is gonna be a good kid. When he gets older, exactly. he's gonna be doing the same shit. He's gonna be like, Man, I remember my mom used to beat my ass. And mm-hmm. she's crazy. Like, look at that little bad mom. He need an ass whoop. Exactly. And that is a fact. Exactly. You can't let that's what these affluenza's kids are trying to pull off in court. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I had a too good of a life to understand what right and wrong. Really, man? Really. Put them paws on them, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let them have it. Hey, man, hey. my mom used to let me have it, bro. Yeah, bottom line, my mom too. She, just, I, I can remember, man. This is a real quick, funny story. Up until sixth grade, her whippings hurt. Bottom line, sixth yeah. grade, tighten them cheeks up while she going to work, <laughs> bro. I started laughing at her. She like, you laughing at me? I'm like, it don't hurt no more. I'm like, wop, smack to the face. Well, okay. <laughs> You ain't, you ain't smacked me yet. I guess I better stop doing that too. Act like it hurts. You know, she ain't playing. <laughs> but it take it takes that to keep you know to raise. You need, the goal should be raise upstanding people in society, man. Bottom line, if everybody just took that initiative within themselves, a lot of the things in life kind of would not necessarily be a, be it wouldn't be all roses and 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 and, and beautiful skies. But damn it, a lot of the things that's happening in this world. People would care about other people a little more. Absolutely, so that's important, man. man. So. One more thing I wanted to ask you before we get up out of here, man. The OJ. Oh, so yeah. they got the new five-part documentary series, uh, Thirty for Thirty ESPN. It's great, by the way. It I is. watched it. It is, and uh, you know they got four more parts. Can't wait to watch it. And they also had that uh, one movie that came on FX. Watch that. That was great too. So all this OJ talk, OJ talk. Where were you? When the verdict came down, because I know exactly where I was. You ain't gonna, but oh, well, when the verdict came down. Yeah, when I, the I got came one down. a little better. Okay, I was in. So my mom, a single parent, we already had this whole story. Our first real, real vacation we took. We took a two week vacation. We went to Phoenix and did the Grand Canyon. Nice. 
Went to Mexico, across the border, did a little shopping in Mexico. Went to Las Vegas and went to Disneyland. Is that the one in California? Disney Who World? knows? I know. Whichever one's in California, <laughs> Disneyland. I was at Disneyland when OJ drove by. In the Bronco. In the Bronco. Sirens. You know, like the, There was a ride. So it's like it's around this time. Yeah. Because it was there during was a, the NBA Finals. There was a ride that was close to the highway. We're in line for that ride. Get and we the just hear the sirens. Here. And it's like, something bad must have happened. You know, you're just in line. You Two seconds, it's over. Come to find out. Wow. You get home and you hear, oh, you can't make OJ. this shit up, yeah. dog. Life and is then, great, man. But, I'm telling you. But where I was when the verdict came out, I was in junior high school. We was in because it came out like nine in the morning or something. Nine. Mm-hmm. It was. I know it was a morning. All the TVs in the school went to TV one. We had the TV one joint going on in the mornings. Went there and they just were showing the the verdict and the whole class. What you heard the O's and the I's, the mm-hmm. A's and the boos, and it was like the whole school for that. It didn't get in order till after lunch. I mean, it was just everybody's in the hallways. It was just total just. The whole school was having a moment. Teachers talking to teachers, kids. But it wasn't like it was, we was all being bad. It was just literally a great discussion among a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. in the school. And it was dope that the school kind of let that happen because the kids got in the hallway. Some of them probably was shooting the shit, not caring. But <laughs> there was some kid literally that was really talking about it. Like, y'all can't believe he got that off. Like, you right. know, like, Absolutely. I, I didn't know he was guilty. So just to have some dialogue about something that's important. You know, I, think I was, was dope, in so. I was think I was in ninth grade, I want to say. And we were in the library, and um, actually, I had a tutor every morning. Every morning before school, I had a tutor. Like I told you, like if I wasn't studying, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna fuck up. Yeah. So moms had forked over the bread to get a tutor. So boom, I got in my tutor, and we're going over yesterday's assignment. And they're like, boom, yeah, you're doing good. Blah, Make blah, sure blah. you're ready for class. Yeah, I'm yeah. good money. That's like, dope, we organ- organized. I told you, man, my deuce was on it, man. Just like, had to raise your hand. You wasn't sweating it. <laughs> yeah, I was good money, boy. Especially in high school, I was good money, man. Yeah. Shouts out to my tutor, Mrs. Hartman. And, you know, they, they will, you see them willing, you know, back in the day, they used to wheel the TVs down. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I see them wheeling it down. I was like, what they doing? It's like, oh, they're probably about to watch the verdict. I was like, oh, can we go check it out? Like, it seemed like all the students was in the library and they come up uh, not guilty. And I could just see the, the expressions on people's faces. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, yeah. we're kids. So I'm really not comprehending everything that's going on. And I, at that time, for me, it wasn't like how, you know what I'm saying, my uncles knew OJ. They knew OJ from, hey, man, I remember in USC, a football star, NFL. Yeah. Only knew OJ from... The Naked Gun movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The dude on the Hertz commercial. That's yeah. all I knew. Right. And, and, he, and he was good in football yeah, back in the day. Yeah, he was back in the day. He was a baller. Whatever. Like, all right, man. He, he's old now. NFL it's, films wasn't like it was now. Yeah, it's about Barry Sanders <laughs> and Thurman Thomas right now. You know what I'm saying? Them is the dude. But I could see the looks on teachers' faces. And, you know, hey, man. They're white teachers, man. The looks on their faces of disgust and how could this happen? And then... In in verse, I see one of a few black teachers we had. The look of like, yeah, like, we got that all. Jesus, yeah, we got that all. <laughs> and you know, as I got older, got older, you think about it, like that's what it was. Though. You say, <laughs> yeah, we got that off. But when you get as a grown man, you like, man, 
How the fuck did he get that off? Exactly. It's the same word, but it's a different mentality. Yeah. Like, man, we got that off. Yeah, we did. How the fuck did he get that off? Nigga, did, man, look, man. How much did that cost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how much did that cost, bro? Because that had to cost some money. Bottom line. That had to cost money. You can't tell me that didn't cost money. Cause I mean, he lost, he lost everything. You know what I'm saying? Especially because of the civil suits. Mm-hmm. And obviously paying the lawyers, I mean. Then try to go rob somebody in Vegas. And now he's in, <laughs> in the house, in the Bing again. Well, officially this time, man. Yeah. I know he's uh, supposed to be up for parole like next year, man. So uh, maybe OJ will be getting out, man. All this OJ talk. And yeah. it, it seemed like OJ just been popping up on these movies. Like they did like a, it's been a couple specials on OJ mm-hmm. over the la- just, just this year. He is like. The first reality star, man. I mean that that yeah. trial became like on TV because I just, you know, when they and it's crazy that the Kardashian. FX, I didn't even know that side yeah. of it. She was this little side piece. <laughs> I had it's like, boy, the Illuminati is real. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this shit. <laughs> like that was the explosion of TV being like. I remember. Like, that's court TV. That was, like, their first thing that they ever showed. And it's just, like, amazing to think about how long ago that was. Yeah. But it seems like it was yesterday. Yeah. I just remember being in high school. Yep. Like, oh, not guilty. <laughs> Damn. Wow. And it's crazy, man. Yeah. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. Another one in the books, man. Yeah, man. Week 11 is done, man. 11? We appreciate the love and support, man. You can't Absolutely. make this up podcast. Major League shots out to Bars and Beyond. And uh, yeah. definitely be on the lookout for us. We got a lot of new things on the horizon, man. A lot of interviews coming up real soon, too. Absolutely. You know, um, shoot. I know uh, you got some uh, more weddings coming up, too, right? Yeah, man. I got a... Uh, well, actually, it's kind of transitioning a little bit. I got uh, my, my good, good friend, uh, Brandon McKinney. Mm-hmm. He has his annual football camp at the end of this month. Arranging June, him June at the Wellness Walk, too. He's, uh, I'm DJing that. Another good friend of mine, uh, played for the wrong team, but he's still my boy. Uh, <laughs> good friend, Will Allen. Yeah, uh, along black and with, yellow. Uh, track star from Trotwood, Donna Kamerman. Track and football star from Trotwood, Zach Logan. They're doing a camp in Columbus. Okay. Uh, July 8th and July 9th. They're doing like a football camp and then a speed agility camp. Nice. DJing that in Columbus both days. So I got a couple camps coming up, little little gym shorts and flip-flop action gigs. So them them was looking forward to it. Then uh July, man, towards the middle of uh middle of the end of July up until August 20th, I got another five week wedding run. Weddings all through the summer. Busy so, guy, busy guy. Yeah, blessed man. to be wanted, man. Absolutely. Can't make this shit up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, Before we go, we got some breaking news. One breaking more time. news. Shout out to technology. <laughs> Absolutely. Draymond is suspended for game five. Will mm. there be a game six? DJ Killer Kev. Yes, there will be. Woo! There will be a game six. Will there be a game seven? If LeBron shows up for game six. Oh, so it could come true. But we they're could not going to be- win game seven. <laughs> we could be taping a podcast on Game there 7. There might be a Game 7, people. I oh, think the, the Draymond, I think, I think the Draymond, he ain't a big loss, but he 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 kind of runs that team a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. They had to suspend him, though, right? They had to, man. He got, he got everybody had that teammate that was a little extra and gets away with it because he knows how to make it look like a basketball or football mm-hmm. move. You know, there's you watch the f- football, every, every fumble and they're diving on the pile. 
people fall on people's knees and backs and 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 elbow them here and there to get that position and but it looks like you're just trying to scoot them out the way to get the ball you know like athletes know how to be athletes and do dirty shit and i think draymond just knows how to do that but it's too much man it's too much history man a nut shot (laughs) <laughs> but but LeBron being disrespectful by stepping over him don't make it right either. Yeah, he tried to uh, Iverson him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and got that nut shot. Tyron Lucia threw himself. <laughs> Can't make this shit up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Next week. Yeah, yeah.